The one thing you need to remember about the March survey was because of the dates, only the last two weeks of the four-week survey really were impacted by COVID-19, but we did see a change. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. The one thing we saw was the music-oriented stations really saw a erosion in listening, mostly in time spent listening, I'd say mostly in the drives. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Charlie Sislin knows radio from the inside out and outside in. He spent 12 years as VP of Research and Marketing at Eastman Radio, a national rep firm. Before that, he was a mainstay at Arbitron and was an account executive at WWDC AM and FM in our nation's capital. Charlie served on the Arbitron Advisory Council and chairman of the RAB Goals Committee. In 2017, he was named president of Research Director, Inc. His blog is a must-read among radio pros in the know. We link to it in the show notes. Brands on Demand proudly welcomes the president of the Research Director, Inc., Charlie Sislin. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Dave. Thanks very much for having me. Hey, Charlie. Great to have you. So as the ratings guru, the big question for a lot of radio people right now, how is COVID-19 going to impact the ratings? Are you seeing any early trends? I know you guys work mostly in PPM markets, but even in diary markets, what's going on? What should we expect? Well, we've taken a deep dive into all 48 meter markets in coordination with uh, Cornerstone Research, the guys who do X-Trends. We looked at all 48 markets fairly in-depthly. And the one thing you need to remember about the March survey was because of the dates, only the last two weeks of the four-week survey really were impacted by COVID-19. But we did see a change. Looking at day by day, we saw a real change in listening. The interesting thing as far as Nielsen is there seemed to be no impact in Intab. The number of people carrying their meter on a daily basis across all the markets was all within the norm. No drop-off in meter carrying. And again, it's just carrying the meter. Right. No drop-off in carrying of the meters and no big jump in it, which very much surprised us. I expected to see a real decline in Intab because people's habits had changed and they just leave the meter there. That did not happen. Uh, we saw Cumes hold very well in the March survey. The one thing we saw was the music-oriented stations really saw a erosion in listening, mostly in time spent listening. I'd say mostly in the drives. Now, all generalizations, when you look through 48 markets and all those radio stations, not everybody saw a decline. But we looked at total radio listening. We saw a slight decline as the COVID-19 pandemic hit. You know, Charlie, there's just all kinds of studies out there recently about how Americans are using media, all media, but specifically the role of traditional AM and FM radio right now. Overall, what are you seeing there? Well, there's a couple issues. And again, the data we're using is the Nielsen data. And when you're dealing in PPM, it goes on the need that the signal has to be encoded and that that encoded is picked up by the meter. Earbuds have become much more prevalent. They were when Nielsen started PPM about 12 years ago, but that's really grown. The bigger issue 
more recently is the amount of listening that has gone from the AM-FM terrestrial signal over to the stream. Now, most radio stations in PPM markets are encoding their stream. But for those handful of stations that aren't encoding their stream, the listening is occurring, but the meter is not picking it up. And many people who are not total line reporting are going to sit there and say, I don't need the encoded signal because my logs and my server data is much more reliable, and that's how I sell it. Unfortunately, when you're looking at overall market listening, that impacts what people believe is how many people listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. So on that note, if more people are listening at home, not driving, so on and so forth, but also every tech study tells us there are fewer and fewer radios in the home, that must mean people are streaming either through an app or an online device of some sort. How is Nielsen doing at measuring that, especially when people are listening through apps or other devices that are using earbuds where meters can't pick up the encoding? Well, you're absolutely right. Well, first of all, I think it was the, the Jacobs Tech Study that said even though people, once they start streaming, basically have access to unlimited amounts of choices, that the predominant thing they're still listening to is their local AM, FM radio stations. And again, I don't remember which study it was, but it was pretty significant because all of a sudden people are given all these choices and they're still going to their AM, FM radio stations, just listening to it a different way. The Nielsen question's a little tricky. Several years ago, they did an initiative to start capturing and reporting the streamed audio. It never got much traction. And Nielsen has basically, to my knowledge, you know, something could be going on behind closed doors, but they have basically said, we'll capture the encoded listening, but if it's not encoded, we don't care about it. And again, Remember, there are two different ways to sell a stream to make advertising dollars on your stream. You can be what's called total line reporting, which means whatever comes out via your terrestrial signal also comes through the stream, 100%. One minor exception, but we won't get into that. Therefore, the commercials are the same. Nielsen and PPM markets combine the two. The other way is not total line reporting, where you have the opportunity to have a different commercial on the stream and a different commercial on the terrestrial signal. Therefore, Nielsen doesn't report them as a single entity. That's really where the issue comes up because those broadcasters, and there's some very large ones doing it, are sitting there saying, I can make more money selling my stream separately than I can as total line reporting. And it's an ongoing argument. I think the big thing, and it's gotten better with non total line reporting stations is it's a different user experience. And what the listener hears when they listen to a radio station, a terrestrial radio station through the stream that's not online reporting, is not a wonderful user experience. It's gotten better, but it still ain't there yet. You're being kind, Shirley. (laughs) Well, you know what? From two years ago, when it was awful, but again, there'll be the commercials won't match up. There'll be dead air. 
you'll hear the same PSA 12 times in a listening period. So there's still things that need to be worked out. It's getting better, but it ain't there yet. Bingo. You know, one of the big questions for local stations right now, Charlie, is how listeners are dividing their time between normal programming and looking for corona updates, realizing people get their text updates or even TV bulletins on their phone. What are you seeing for radio users? Well, I just completed an interview with three program directors. Uh, Yeah, all three were music stations and how they're handling both taking care of the listener and their staff. As far as their listeners, they know that in most markets, there's a good news and information radio station. They're not trying to replace that, but they're still giving their listeners what they need to know. You know, people are coming to the music stations for entertainment, but they're also coming in for information. So it really is a balancing act. I guess that's the best term on I want to keep my listeners involved. And again, this is where local radio is so important because what's important to somebody where I am, Washington, D.C., may be different than what they're looking for in somebody in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or Los Angeles. So local radio done well can do the great balancing act of entertaining the listener, comforting the listener, and informing the listener. That's one of the things that makes radio so You betcha. You know, Charlie, that leads to another question. What, if anything, are you seeing in the data regarding who is giving the information? Do the listeners prefer a local person, a faceless voice, or just jukebox to get their mind off of things? Well, right now, and again, we do everything in the top 48 markets. We do it on a monthly basis. We don't look at the weeklies for very internal reasons, but on a monthly basis. Like sanity, uh, Charlie, like sanity. You know, as a data guy, weeklies are just too much data for me, especially when you're looking at all. I mean, if I was programming a single station, it'd be a market, it'd be one thing, but looking at all 48. But again, the March survey. Two weeks of the March survey was pre-COVID-19 in most markets. Again, every market rolled out a little differently. The April book will be much more interesting because it will be 100% COVID-19. But one of the things we saw looking at the second half of the survey was, again, generalization. The news and information stations did well. I mean, just look at 1010 wins in New York. A lot of the news and information stations and national public radio held their own and did well. The stations that were jukeboxes seem to be impacted a little stronger. Mm-hmm. I think it really is. If you're local, because it's not only news and information. One of the things that makes local radio so great is the companionship it offers people. And let's remember, we're all social distancing now. Right. Companionship is more important than ever before. And having your listeners spend time and relate to the listeners. I know there was one station, I'm trying to think, I think it was KLOS in Los Angeles, who at five o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, their morning show had a virtual cocktail party with the listeners. And, and again, it, again, it's not their normal time period, but they did you know, Facebook Live or Zoom or something, and they sat around and had a virtual cocktail party, and all the listeners could watch. Talk about companionship. And again, yeah. if you're local, that works so well. And it doesn't matter if you're in LA or Peoria. As long as you can relate to the local community, you're going to have a leg up. And again, that's not a numbers thing, but it does come through in the numbers that if you can do local as well as the national pro shows in this time period, you're going to win. Mm-hmm. You got to have talent. You got to have quality. Yep. 
but people want to hear about what's going on in their home market. Good point, Charlie. It's great to have Charlie Sislin with us. He is the president of the Research Director, Inc. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions to show at rangwithondemand.com. And to make sure you get the show notes, including guest bio, links to Charlie's blog, and info you won't get anywhere else, just text the word Notes On Demand, one word, Notes On Demand, to 44222. That's Notes On Demand, 44222. Coming up, Charlie shares some opportunities that station people may find hiding in plain sight. Hi, this is Dave Tyler from Music Master Scheduling. Right now, stations like yours are helping their communities get through this crisis, and Music Master is here to help you. As always, our support team is standing by 24-7. Scheduling from home? Visit musicmaster.com remote for more information. Need additional training? Request a virtual visit from our team. Just go to musicmaster.com support. From our family to yours, stay healthy, stay strong, and let's get through this together opportunities hidden in plain sight plain sight brand with on demand we are with one of the best and brightest charlie sislin president of the research director charlie we'd like to ask what opportunities do you see for station people that may be hiding in plain sight right now well i think there there's really two that i can think of off the top of my head and one is that with people's Listening locations changing. There are less people on the road and less people in their offices, but there are people still listening to radio at home. Now they're listening differently and they're listening through their streams. So I think any smart program director has to remind the listeners that they're, that they're streaming. Hopefully they all are and that how to access them through their digital sound. Once you do that, you have the opportunity to build promotions and relate to the listener in other ways. Once they've got you digitally, you can get the promotions, you can get them the video, you can have them doing face, Facebook lives, you can be downloading videos so you can learn, you can have your listeners relate to the staff a lot better. Now, what that also offers is a sales opportunity because once you expand how the listeners are relating to your radio station, there's more ways to get advertisers involved. And in this day and age, having giving the advertisers more reasons to advertise on your station or to utilize your station is more important than ever before. Our thanks to the president of the Research Director, Inc., Charlie Sislin. Hey, to be sure to get complete show notes right to your inbox, just text notes on demand to 44222. Text notes on demand, one word, to 44222. Socially gracious thanks to our socially distanced but super skilled exec producer, Cindy Huber. And next time, can you believe it? Yep, severe weather season is already here. The care and feeding to give national superstars home court advantage with your service elements. Former major market air talent and PD, now a TV and radio meteorologist to the stars. John Weatherby shares some great information. That's a wrap, Kipper. Winning means that minutes matter. 
Learn about editing on the fly and other stuff in one minute. Martin Eisen, you'll find it in show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand you make. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwood On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwood On Demand.